With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Since James is not going to be on this episode uh, because it's Boxing Day, uh, put your dukes up. Like of, I got fucking no dukes. <laughs> playing the role of James will be Jeff. Hello, Governor. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That's a good James. Right? <laughs> a wink is as good as a nudge to a blind bat. <laughs> it's just going to be all Monty Python. Uh, <laughs> She turned me into a newt. <laughs> I got better. <laughs> Do some Harry Potters. Oh, yeah. It's when God I'm Leviosa. Not. Wait, not Leviosa. Let's think about that one for a second. <laughs> Renee, even Renee laughed at that joke. She <laughs> She's in the other room laughing <laughs> or in the movie. She, well, she's laughing at the fact that I couldn't that I couldn't get it. I was a little slow on it. I've <laughs> seen that so many times. <laughs> You just hadn't, it hadn't made it to the blue book. You drinking your butter beer? I'm drinking, <laughs> I'm actually drinking a, an Abita Christmas ale. Oh. For the Christmas holiday. Christmas. I don't know, What's I don't the, know why I'm using a Saints version. Uh, nothing, I guess. It's the label. <laughs> so they can charge an extra dollar. Yeah. Excellent. You know, I mean, it's like Duff, you, Duff Light and more Duff, for the beer. Uh, it always tastes better. Yeah, Duff Dry. Yeah. Right. It all yeah. comes from the same bat. Different labels, different season. Summer ale. Uh, fall ale, spring ale, Christmas ale, amber ale. Yep. I did get um, I did get this in our cousin's Greek gift white elephant game. You just can throw all the words in there and hope it comes together. Leviosa. Like exactly. <laughs> That's what I do. It's. I'll just wave my wand. It's just like magic. We can fix yeah. it in editing. A Stoli vodka kit, huh? A winter, a winter you, mule pack. Wait, was that gift stolen? 
<laughs> so it's funny you mentioned that. So I actually somebody funny. else got it and I did steal it and then it was sitting in the house and at the end of the night I went to go grab it and it was gone and it was at my cousin's house. I'm like, hey, where'd it go? He's like, oh, well, I thought because Amanda actually originally, originally won it and I stole it from her and she he forgot. So he gave uh, it to Todd to take yeah. it. I'm like, oh, Todd stole it. He yeah. stole it. Like I, th- <laughs> I thought we were still playing the game. <laughs> right. <laughs> Hey, well, it's stole vodka, so it's it's it'll forever be stolen. Just put a T at the end of that label. How'd you get that? I stole it. Stole it. <laughs> Jason, what? When are you gonna reshave your head? Like this, you wearing a hat all the time thing is just really throwing me off. I, I mean, I actually shaved it the uh, Saturday. It's actually fairly oh, nice. short. There you go. Yeah, it's fairly yeah. short. Again, like I said, no, I can't. I can't hear and I can't see. I'm blind. <laughs> That was my James impersonation. The bald head? Yeah. (laughs) Nailed it. Uh (laughs) Leviosa. Jeff, I don't know if you remember, but you're hosting, so you're going to start. All right, let's do it. Jason's like, finally. It was only one week. What's up, Houdat Nation? And welcome to the Dome Patrol Podcast. Yay, what's up, Houdat Nation? Thanks for joining us on the Dome Patrol Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff, and this is the official Saints podcast of the Fans First Sports Network. So with two games left in the season, the Saints are still under 500 in the worst division in football, and yet there are still fans out there who think we can, who think we should, and who think we could get into the playoffs. The question is, why? Why would you want to? Why do you think we could? Why do you think we should get in the playoffs? We're going to talk about those kinds of questions because I think we've exhausted the whole team problem thing, unless you have some new light to shed on that. Although I think everybody pretty much has kind of pinpointed where the problem is and it's everywhere. But if I had to choose. (laughs) I think what we really ought to talk about is, uh, at least in some part on today's episode, are, are some of these fans like what the fuck is wrong with people? What what is going through? So and some of them like I'll throw it at some of our guys. I don't mean this as an insult, but some of the guys in the game chat on Discord on Sunday were kind of starting to say like, yeah, I still want to make yeah. Th- sorry, uh, <laughs> if we were <laughs> Jeff, running, are you one know. of those fans, you yeah. don't even know what day we play. Why should I care? <laughs> But no, like some of the fans, even in there, like I think Big Easy Guys on or maybe Farmer or somebody that was in there was t- we were talking in during the game and they were talking about how no, I still want to get into the playoffs. Like, and I get the want to be in the playoffs just for relevancy. But if you put if you look at the long game, like y'all have been talking over the last couple of weeks, I think we need to talk about like what is what is the thought process behind the fans that want to get in to the playoffs this year and why they would want to, and maybe we can try and talk them off of like talk them back toward this long run thing like convince them of that so put your seatbelts on keep your hands and legs inside your earbuds at all times and enjoy the show we have jason and wesley james is off because it's boxing day oh governor (laughs) leviosa 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 (laughs) he's gonna love it because of course it's it's his favorite movie series right (laughs) all right so wesley jason all right so like what do Speak on behalf of the fans first, like 
Or argue network? their point. Wait, whether wait, you... Jason, Jason will nail one, but there's only two reasons to, for me, there's only two reasons to hope that we make the playoffs and they're very similar reasons. And then for me, there's a whole bunch of reasons to hope that we don't. There's Okay. So the two reasons to hope just because you want to have fun. Well, well J- J- Jason has said the obvious one a few times. Is that this will, could be the last time that we're going to have a playoff game in a while. So that that's one like just get the playoff game because with the way the roster is constructed and with the rebuild that's ahead of us, it, it's going to get dark and I don't know when we're going to come out of it. So if you can get it, just get it, even though I mean, J- Jason's lose. Jason's being realistic. He's not saying like, let's just get in the tournament and you never know. It's gonna, he's like, well, I just want to go to a playoff game. Yeah, like, like I, I know there's I've, there's I'm a, I've been a season ticket holder for years. I, if I can go to a playoff game, even if we're going to lose, I want to be at the playoff game. So you saw, and I'm sure that it's been making the rounds today. Doug Mouton and WWL had a, had a video where he kind of just <laughs> threw up the graphic, and it's like we're we're zero and three against good teams. Mm-hmm. We're at we're six and zero against very, yeah. Against, we're six and zero against very like bad teams. But in all the, the five worst teams in football, and in in all the teams to use the Saints' stupid draft analogy, and all the teams in our cloud, we're one and five against similar teams so you can't we're we're better than the awful teams but we're the worst of the middle of the pack so there's making the playoffs i don't expect us to win a playoff game i think that's impossible yeah. agreed with with this loser coach i think See, it's impossible it's more about just hey look let's have a home playoff game and get another game in the dome because it ain't happening anytime soon that's kind of my agreed thought. and then my one my <laughs> one other she didn't even want that my one i don't, I don't either my one other quote unquote reason, um, which is very similar, is if you're a season ticket holder and you're like, I'm going to f- sell the tickets to Philly or Dallas fans to make back half of what I paid for this year. Um, then then I, I get it. I get it for financial reasons. You're just like, I'm going to sell the shit out of those tickets and make some money back because I'm not going to watch us get beat by four touchdowns. Mm, um, yeah. Now, I, I, outside I of those two, like I fail to see a single reason of of why to, like I, the good reasons are I, if we lose these last two games, hopefully everybody gets fired. Um, we get a better draft pick, um, and you inspire that not only do we need to move on from this coaching staff, but we would realize right here and now that we need to also take drastic measures to start fixing the cap situation and rebuilding the roster. Um, and again, we can't do those things this off season, but we can take a step in the right direction or at least realizing you know the first the first step is admitting you have a problem mm-hmm. like which it seems like they haven't it seems like they everyone haven't. else around them like the media the fans even pro- i'm gonna believe some players there are there has got to be people in that building who also see it like it, 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 and honestly i think dennis mickey pete Derek. I think they see it too. They just, I mean, you can't like, they can't say, yeah, we should be fired. Like they can't say that. So they have to spin it. They have to lie to themselves and lie to everybody else. They have to say there's not a problem, but even they go home. If they're, if they're a realistic human being, who's not living in some absurd fucking reality, their own warped reality, then, which there are people out there who do, then they know it too. Saints front office may also have a different sense of reality, and even though they may see what's going on, they may not want to. Yeah, 
admit it's it. Fair. They kind of yeah. think it's fine. Now I will. Right. They're a- looking at it like the, the the fight back, the will, the 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 whatever. You know. Or, oh, or maybe. Hey, look at the thing. We're not turning the ball over like we were last year. You know, like all the problems that were there last year, we fixed it. See, we able to coach people. We we made sure we're not making the same mistakes. Now I will give a. A third I don't know reason. why they got New York accents all of a sudden. I don't know. I will give a third reason on why to win, just because as a fan, it's fun when the Saints win. Like not looking beyond the future, but I also think like I, I don't, don't think get it, fun I, out of this year. See, I, I, I also I'm not don't getting that. I I get crap. They think that we're okay, and they think that we shouldn't fire. Well, like right, they, right now, they they may think that any like I don't know that necessarily this is going to change yeah, their but, mind. But, you're, like, but you are more right, so. But with a win, I'm also just speaking from a fan's perspective. Gonna, yeah, well, yeah. I get it. I get it. But like, I, and I as a fan have passed that point where now, yeah, I'm like you, Wesley. Where when they win, I get more anxiety over it because i'm like oh sh-. like yes i'm happy that i got to watch a game where my team had a higher score than the other team and that feels good but then or, the long we just didn't get blown out by 20 that we were yeah. losing by early in the fourth quarter yeah right okay but well- then the right then the, but the long thought comes in and it's like oh shit that is giving Dennis Allen something to walk into the room when they are talking about his end of year of evaluation, and he can say, "Yeah, but we finished when it, we finished the season winning four of our last five games." You know, like, well, that, here's the thing: that sounds a lot better and a reason not to fire me. Okay, here's the thing: if 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 our organization let's let's say the Saints win the last two games and win the division whatever if if they look at these two games and be like that's a reason to keep them around then it's it's worse than we even thought if if that's what they're going by if they're right. going by this is what determines whether this man gets fired or not despite the past 2 years of proof that this guy's a fucking loser then we're worse yeah. off than than any of us thought like it's these last two games shouldn't even matter when the make the playoffs don't make the playoffs this guy sucks this guy is well, a loser he's a terrible coach we shouldn't have hired him in the first place and it it shouldn't matter. Now, granted, last week I said, "Hey, what? A, here's a crazy theory. Our roster's fucked anyway. We're just going to be one year older. Our contracts are so fucked up. There's nothing we can do. Why not bring them back and really tank?" See, I am buying into that. Which so that would be a reason to win. And also, but to they, get a better but they won't look at it that way. Her, okay. They're gonna, <laughs> to her, they're gonna build the roster just competitive enough to win six or seven games and get mistake. the twelfth draft pick, that's not the third draft pick. Th- then, then and, that's that's not necessarily on that. That is that is an organizational problem. And, and I just, I just want, I just want to say, so I'm, I'm not rooting for the Saints to lose, but I'm like, if they lose, because I don't think they're better than the team in front of them. I'm not. I'm also not throwing a fit that they're losing. Um, I don't think I think there's both OK ways to be a fan. And I i don't begrudge any of the fans are like, man, I want to win these last two games. And yeah, if we make the I, I don't begrudge. Uh, I be clear, right? and, like, and I'm OK with people farmer. winning. I think that right now I am being a Saints fan that's been a Saints fan for 44 years. And I'm going to be a Saints fan for the next however many years I have. And Probably so I five. want long term way you eat. Yeah, right. <laughs> I want learn long term success of this team. And I will personally sacrifice, you know, a year or the, two, yeah, the, a year or two of winning seven or eight games to win three or four to like get get where we need to be. Um, and I, and what sucks is, like Jason said, I don't even trust the team in the front office to have two losing seasons and still fix it. Like I, I don't even know that. So I don't think either one's a bad way of being a fan. I think it's a 
they're both great me, ways of looking at yeah and, and what's I, I, yeah. important to you. I want to make that clear too yeah like i'm not calling the people out who were talking in discord i actually got caught up in the comeback myself thursday night and being because, yeah because we're a fan we want to see na- right your natural instinct is to be upset that we lost that game and i was like i had to, i i reminded myself though like hey wait this is one of those times where you don't have to be so upset that we lost i i wanted to win yeah you want to win it's just, it's a competitive nature every time you watch your team you play your football whatever you're you want to win but thinking about the future to your point wesley yeah like I think you said on the instant reaction, maybe you brought up about get rid of Dennis Allen and and the coaching staff now versus Jason's like, keep them and get like the better coach, the long, the better long run coach a year from now. So like take, just like eat this year, eat next year and then hire your coach. Because are you really going to get a quality coach who looks at our situation next year and I don't know, like maybe you could get a coach who's going to be like, no, I will come in there and eat it the first, that year too. Like, like I will come in, I'll inherit Derek Carr, I'll inherit salary cap hell because there's a plan that we're going to come out of it and I want to be on that. Or there's, there's also coaches out there that watch this and go, my Lord, if I come in there and teach these guys how to have motion and how to have, you know, pre-snap movement and um, mm-hmm. I, I can work with Derek Carr and he's not going to be, you know, a bottom 12 right, quarterback right. he's going to be a top 12 quarterback and like that would be there I, there are guys That's offensive true. coordinators and there's enough talent on the roster that you could work with it there's not enough talent there on the there roster. are That's people the thing. I there think are, we got fooled i know but i'm just saying there are people in the nfl and in coaching that look at our team and go i could fix that that mm-hmm. and, and then some of them will be saying it for the pay raise but some of them be true and i'm, I'm telling you right now well look at sean payton some, came in uh, and look at the team he inherited listen if Kyle Shanahan was our head coach, this offense wouldn't be this bad. We're, we're the exact same players, the same injuries. And th- there would be something. There'd be true. more wide open people. We're, there would be getting the ball to the right people in space. There'd be confusing the defense and getting them going the wrong yeah. way. There'd be more of that. I mean, yeah, you are right. Like a coach may, I mean, if there's, if there is no better proof in the NFL that coaching makes a difference, than go from Sean Payton to Dennis Allen, same roster, Better roster, better roster, better roster, better, better roster for Dennis like, Allen and yeah. under yeah and 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 look at I'm talking about what Sean Payton did with the Saints without Drew versus what with he Dennis did Allen with Teddy Bridgewater. Look at what Sean Payton right and, now with Denver and, and Trevor and fucking Trevor Simeon. We had to start Dude. Ian booking a game. Sean Payton is having success in Denver. Well, he's Lucas motherfucker. They're a better 500 than our seven and eight record. Okay, and Lucas. Kroll is catching touchdowns. Well, he's he taking a lot of field goals. Too. He took guys from Adam this team, Trotman. Adam Troutman. He took guys from this team that we were like, fuck that shit. And they look better than the guys we kept. And, and the guys we kept are bigger names. Making more money. Mm-hmm. There was just, there's a tell big, me coaching I mean, doesn't matter. You're right. A coach could come in here next year and it won't be as bad. Jawan Johnson is unless making he's a bad more... coach. Jawan well, Johnson, I, I bet we so, can look well, this you up. You know, you know, you have a bad coach now. Well, for sure, for sure. Roll the dice, for sure. I'm with you. Look, I don't, I don't disagree. What'd you say about Jawan Johnson? Well, Jawan Johnson is definitely making more money than Kroll and Troutman combined. He's probably making more money than Kroll, Troutman, and Will Lutz combined. <laughs> <laughs> he had the. He, I, I don't was know always what a Kroll fan. You heard it here first. 
Roll the Conqueror. <laughs> yeah, y'all both are. Well, I, but it also speaks to uh, the Saints. Yes, coaching Dennis Allen clearly sucks. Carmichael sucks, but it's a the organizational philosophy has to change before they can do. I anything. don't even know what the organizational philosophy is anymore. What is this organization's philosophy? What is our identity? They still think we have Drew Brees as quarterbacks. Like, yeah, let's just redo all these contracts because we're going to compete. <laughs> I'll, I'll just say, and I'll, I'll still stick with this, is that the the philosophy of using the cap, I still, I mean, COVID made it harder, but what ruined it was poor drafts. started poor drafts and then signing poor free agents or older free agents. It was, it's not the philosophy that's bad. The philosophy worked and I'm sorry, but you can't say the philosophy worked for 15 years. The philosophy didn't finally catch up with us. What caught up was when we started drafting, making poor, drafting people who poor, couldn't poor, be for personnel decisions. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. We started getting players and then those players poor getting older evaluation. and us still being stuck with them. Yeah. Um, and I, I know like, I, you know, I, they really should have like once breeze retired, they should have been like, all right, let's, let's start from scratch. But I get it. Like the roster was because of the 17 draft, the roster was pretty damn talented when breeze retired. So I can understand the idea of let's see if we can do something with this roster while we've still got it. They just made poor the, choices in doing like poor personnel. And the, the impact of that. the 2017 yeah. draft, I think is still, I mean, again, it might be besides the jets, what they did a couple years ago, it might be the greatest draft in sports history of any sport. Um, our team was bad in 2016 and was trending in the wrong direction. Mm -hmm. That yeah. 2017 draft I means really four years it, worth of, I mean, it, yeah, I mean, it, it fixed so many things and it had you have a starting cornerback for four starters that yeah. were, were on rookie deals. Everybody which, was productive. Which, Even the guy which, they let go played for another team. My goodness. It, I mean, it, it fixed so many things that, I mean, again, and you can't sit there and say, look, oh, well, we just got to nail that. Do then do another 2017 draft. <laughs> right, it, right. It's one it's of hard. the three greatest drafts in the history of sports. It's not happening again. Yeah. Um, and that's just something we got to, you know, I think Jeff Ireland probably still is a decent talent evaluator and he could have a good draft. Um, there's also been like the philosophy of the type of players we were drafting. I mean, just haven't worked in the NFL, which I think will change too. It, it was almost like all about, Hey, what's their RAS score? Well, what, did, what did they do? What's on their college film? Who cares? What's their RAS score? They, they kind of like you, focused you know, on this. You know who like, has just... one of the worst RAS scores in the, like in the bottom 20% of RAS scores for running backs, the saints front office, Kyron <laughs> Williams. Kyron Williams has a terrible Raz score. Yeah. Um, but he's also play. like, if he hadn't been injured, might be leading the league in rushing oh. yards this year. Like <laughs> it's, it's, it's almost like the over-reliance on analytics instead of like, just watch well, the remember games. this off season, watch they brought that guy eyes. in from, I want to say Chicago, but I could be wrong, but they brought that guy in or no, it was a Northeast team like Buffalo or New York or somewhere like who was the, the jets maybe who was this analytics guy. And he had, He's now running our analytics. I think I thought he came from Florida, but I could be wrong. My, uh, he, came from, he, came he, he, he came from somewhere, somewhere else. He came from somewhere. Well, everybody yeah. comes from somewhere. It was it was one of those one of those cities that has an NFL team. So he, but he was he had this history of working in analytics and statistics and things like that. And the Saints brought him in to now run. And we even did a whole segment on him, a whole episode, half an episode on him, probably. Uh, and we were excited because yes, data, fact, yeah, we got uh, but you know, analysis paralysis or so. Yeah, you, know, you throw that at the I don't know. I just 
agree where we used to think our draft night problems was Sean Payton getting hung up on a guy. And I start to wonder. It, it was if Jets, that by the way. You were it, right. It was Jets. You say that. Well, what's that again? It was Jets. Zach, no, before Zach that, before you said it, it was Jets, though. You said. I said that I like Jason's hat. No, uh, after that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I agree. You went back a little too far. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? That's Mr. Coffee, sir. I do think uh, Sean ha- did have a lot of input in the draft. There's still some of that there. But it yeah. was also the organization as a whole. But Sean definitely had control. But I, on the yeah, draft we too. used to think like, like he that there were mistakes made with that, and we used to ha- like cling on to those. But I wonder how many times he had to like say, "No, this is the guy we're going against." Like, imagine if he didn't do that. If what if it would have been worse because the stupid analytics would have drafted the wrong guy? And okay. that does bring me to a point I do want to discuss, which I've seen on Twitter a little bit this week. I don't know why it's coming up. It comes up every year about Lamar Jackson. Nick had a very, I think, really good tweet that put things into context where he says, I think the legend of Lamar Jackson, like what he's done from from his day one to now, makes people think differently. Like there, there's no way we knew that was going to happen. That was not, And the Saints were never going to draft him. Like the, everybody, I don't know where the story right. came that we were all set to draft him, but he was apparently the story, the, the reality or with the narrative that's coming out or this, whatever. So, we, so Nick, we weren't. I mean, Nick famously at like this time, the second that Marcus Davenport's name was said, Nick put out a three-page article about hmm. <laughs> about us drafting Marcus Davenport. And, and I would say Nick probably knew 24 hours ahead of time that the Saints were drafting Marcus Davenport. Like, I mean, he wrote a long article about mm-hmm. breaking down everything Marcus right. Davenport. It it ready, he didn't Finger find out 10 minutes before and copy his Wikipedia. There was a well-researched article. And for that to be true, for whatever sources or guesses or whatever that he has, like, we weren't trading up to get anybody else, <laughs> no matter how far they fell. Or if we stayed still, we, I mean, it was, yeah, Marcus, it was, it was, uh, it was going to be Marcus, Marcus Davenport, no matter what. Some of that also factors into, we get locked in on a guy, regardless of what happens 100%. and you do that. Now, look, I, if you sit there and the problem, I mean, yes, I guess they weren't going to draft him, but some of that is a problem because we knew like Breeze didn't have much left, like plan for some kind of succession plan, especially after the 17 draft. And you kind of extended the life of the team. And but Breeze was only going to have another three years tops with that. Maybe start looking to the future. I know they definitely needed a pass. I, they thought the pass rusher would have put them over the edge because that's a position they needed. But man. Well, it's also the realize just, just you know, this every day, single team in the NFL passed on. Yeah, uh, I know they all passed. It, it doesn't every mean team they... besides Baltimore passed on Lamar. Okay, Jackson. but he it, was it doesn't, the it doesn't mean the they round. should be absolved right. of passing on him. It just means all the other oh. teams made a mistake. And look, it's easy to make up the draft is hard. I get well, then, it. Well, well, the other thing is that for the people who don't believe it and say, oh, no, I believe they were going to draft it. They had him on their board. They were going to get him. And then they chose not to. That in itself is an indictment because if they did have him and they somehow magically knew what he was going to be and still chose not to draft him, that is poor decision making. So you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. But behind, like, who gives a shit? We didn't draft him. We didn't get him. We didn't get him. We didn't get the same thing with the the Patrick Mahomes thing. Did you you hear we were going to draft Mahomes? Right. None of that matters. It's so so insane. Coulda, woulda, shoulda. 
coulda, woulda, shoulda. I miss Jim Mora. I do too. <laughs> not, not necessarily his coaching. Hey, although he, he was he, one of the better coaches coach. we've ever had. Second best I miss, coach of scenes. I miss his press conference. <laughs> I'd rather Jeez. listen to him talk than fucking Dennis Allen. Dennis Allen's just a fucking God. Cool. He's a loser. God, he's a loser. He really is. It is funny. I to tweet something out like. There were so, especially over the weekend, I guess with the Saints not playing, people are just still looking for something to argue about. I'm like, oh, yeah. I don't have the energy to argue about the Saints on Twitter for Christmas. I just don't. Like, I, <laughs> if I argued Saints on Twitter for Christmas, I'd kill like all the neutral in the street. Everybody's trying to find more ways to say the Saints suck. Like, we all know right. that the Saints suck. We all know Dennis Allen sucks. I don't need another stat to tell me, well, I don't know. I was kind of on the fence, yeah. but now oh, shit. I wonder if this we ought to just right, like, so here's programming like quick. Let's have a quick programming podcast meeting on the show live oh. for the fans to listen in on. Number one, we got two more weeks of this shit. Instant reaction. Talk about the game. Then I think big show. What if we just start reminiscing about some of the gooder times, the better times between 06 and the times? yeah, gooder, the gooder yeah. times. Yeah. Like, like talking about point. maybe some monuments. <laughs> I like how there was something that I w- was not going to make it in in the early cut, but because it was brought up five <laughs> times between the first 30 minutes, now it has to stay in. <laughs> I mean, and also to, we didn't need to come out with the, the leadership and the organization, there's so much like underperformance going on. I wonder if they are scared to go in and anybody scared to in a meeting go, you know what? We need to let everybody go because somebody else is going to say, well, like does you, that do. mean you need to go to right, you, no no everybody below me right like, at the, here's Wait, where me? we draw the line do i need to go coach Every, everybody yes. below this line like like it's <laughs> i just made you yep. yeah you're uh-huh. killing me uh-huh. so so i mean I, I, but that's hard when you have so much like the turmoil and failure that to, to sit there and go like oh no here no 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 everybody below this guy gets no. right everybody above him's okay they were doing good it's here's where the the mistake I shouldn't started. have to go because I haven't made any de- any decisions. I haven't actually done anything, so I sh- I should be able to stay. <laughs> I just one, did what the one guy above like, me told me to do. One guy's like, "Don't fire me!" Like we had this meeting, and I voted to hire Eric Bieniemy. Right, right. <laughs> and that that is the thing. I mean, at this point, anybody's better than Dennis Allen, right? Like, would you or would you? <sighs> Think maybe you, you could still hire a coach and he's gonna suck, but it's kind of an unknown. Like you could look at the history of Dennis Allen; he's in the bottom, what ten or fifteen of all time NFL coaches. We know through one hundred percent games. Right? We know we know this guy is a loser and will never win as a head coach. Good coordinator will never win as a head coach. We know he's a loser. I mean, I bring it up every now and then, or you know, we or one of us does. Like John Gruden, is there a way to get him back next year? I, I, I I don't want to hire you a want sixty-year-old him? coach. I want a young guy. Would you take uh, Bill Belichick for two years? Uh, we brought it up last time. We all said nah. no. Nah. I started to think about it again, I, and I'm like, I you know I what? Don't, I don't know that I said no. But I, I, actually, I do think you might have been like, like maybe. I I just said that if if our only options are him and Dennis Allen, then I'm taking him. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's definitely not on my like my. But why not? Why I would not, take the story you do... back over Dennis Allen. <laughs> you know, it's not a video. That podcast. was more of a visual joke. Here. <laughs> right. Sorry. Whatever. Uh, the I thought about it and I'm like, you know what Tampa did with Tom? I've Brady, had it up to here with if, Dennis Allen. 
He, we've given him this long of a rope this right. far. Can you guys believe it? My dick is this. Take big. a look at this chart. <laughs> that illustrates the same. I'm sure if y'all would just look at the red pie part on the, this graph right here, you'll see what I'm talking about. <laughs> look at this play. I don't understand what Derek Carr was thinking. Hey, if I pause it right here, you right. can see that the left tackle did pick up his man. Why did he why did he up. check down when look right here, way up here, 15 yards? Do you see that? Wide open, nary a defender in sight. <laughs> Let's look at him tweets. <laughs> All right, where were we? <laughs> Leviosa. <laughs> Leviosa. Oh, okay. <laughs> Those okay. are the fans arguing on Saints fans arguing on Twitter. <laughs> Leviosa. No, it's Leviosa. That would be great if the Saints fans were arguing over that. Or like, yeah, let's. Uh, what what other stupid arguments could you get going on Twitter? Like, wh what was the best win of two thousand nine? I think the Super Bowl. I'm just. that's just technically that's, that was twenty ten. That, technically that's just, that oh, happened in twenty ten. Two thousand nine season game that with a date of two. <laughs> yes. Well, definitely the Patriots win. Oh man, you would say that? Yeah, I mean that felt good. Yeah, that was that was the one where I was like, remember looking at somebody like. We might be a Super Bowl contender. <laughs> like I was like, right. this, this this could be real because up until then it was like, okay, when's this gonna wear off? That Miami win was pretty fun. The Miami one was fun, but the Washington one. Now that you have the result, was good. The meet around, yeah. yeah. I actually know that, but we had, but we had, we had those, we had those kind of games that were like, okay, we're vulnerable, but we're coming out with the win, but we're still, and then that Patriots one was like just so dominant, yeah. like, and the like, same with the Giants that year too. Didn't we do the same thing to the Giants? Like we won by five touchdowns in the dome. Eli got benched. That was 2011. That was the 2011. That's when. That that's when we bad. we lost oh. to San Francisco, and the Giants admitted they were terrified of us. We were the okay. one team that they did not want to play. Okay, that was that was 11. Sorry, I love you said when I should have loved you sad. Mm, I see what you did there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I would say then the Patriots game had to be it. Cause I mean, you benched Tom Brady. You put Man. Bill Belichick on like, Monday Sean night Payton football with out. every single yeah. person watching. Yeah. You made right. away the white flag. Yeah. So that was awesome. It's yeah. It, the saints are in a, it, it's in a tough, it, it's an interesting spot to be in. So many people just hate the coach, hate the quarterback, but want to see us win. I don't yeah. expect. Yeah, I, I don't expect to make the playoffs at this point. Like, I actually. So speaking of the quarterback, like I get this. This is not to push back on all of the shit that everybody's throwing at Derek Carr. I think he deserves everything that's getting thrown at him. However, I do think you know. You say we stuck with him. He is going to be our quarterback next year. I do think two more years. Okay, two more years. I think we can. I, I think I do think we he. Is and can be better than what we got from him this year. I think injuries play a part in this year. I think there are injuries that we, they're not, like we're not uh, allowing for that. Concussions. I mean, there's a new offense. There, there's a his his personality, his dick personality. There are things that might not be there next year that are contributing to him being a bad quarterback to where he could be, you know, maybe he could be the 25th best quarterback instead of the 28th. So count counterpoints. Mm -hmm. um, and so I'd like to, 
Jane, you ignorant slut. I, I, Jeff sounds I like think, a fan who wants us to win the next two games. I do. I no, think, no, no, the next two years. <laughs> I do think there is a way for with the right offensive coordinator to have this team win more games with Derek Carr as the quarterback. Um, unfortunately, I, if you go and look at Derek Carr's career stats, he has one 4,000-yard year with Gruden where everything worked out. And all that. Which is why I bring but, him up when I do. But the stats he has this year are basically identical to his stats he's had every year of his career. Mm. Like, then I, unfortunately, I... And Raiders fans and, are on Twitter are saying things like, we tried to tell you. Yep. Yeah. Like, like they the, told us, like, we, wait, what were we fans going to do? Stop the I transaction? Think, <laughs> I think that I got excited about saying, well, he had had a 4,000 yard re- year with Hunter Renfro as his best receiver, and then a bunch of just okay stuff around him that we were going to put him in a better situation with a better roster and better receivers that was going to elevate his gameplay. But sometimes you are just, you are who you are, to, regardless of who's around you. But yeah. th- this year, as, we've watched it happen and maybe it's been uglier to us because we've watched it pass by pass. It's almost identical to his career season stats, like, like yeah. really, really close. Okay. So, and so I, I've got a couple of follow-ups. Well, and, and if, he, if he's going to, he, he's also going to have a couple of 300 yard games here to end the season and hit 4,000 yards. And we're going to, it's, it's going to be like, Identical to his career stats. Jason, what's your term? Ghost stats? Phantom stats? If you look at it, yeah, phantom, um, I don't know, ghost numbers. I mean, if you look at the stats, on the surface, (laughs) they're not awful. They're not If you look at the stats, they don't look terrible. But when you watch them in the games, it's a totally different experience. It's kind of like the whole Mm -hmm. analytics thing. Yeah, the numbers tell me this. Watch this guy play. You can see People put the the NFC South quarterbacks on a chart, like the stats on a chart, and he's actually got better stats than all the other quarterbacks in the NFC South. Right. To try and and the people who are putting that out are clearly trying to, I guess, explain that he's better. And it, but right, watch the game. He's not better. They're all phantom. So well, my well, so the is, question this is, is like, the old like Stefan Anthony. We're like, why are we why? trying to get rid of him? He had 160 tackles. And I was like, well, because it was 30 plays where he was on the wrong side of the field. Yeah, right. <laughs> why can't he? So this is a guy now who's been in the league long enough. Why can't he learn from his mistakes? Like you know what I mean? Like because he's a dick. Like, how is it that, the, like, what I'm saying, like, on the Thursday night game, there were at least four plays that I watched where he threw the ball to grass and there was not a saint in sight for 10 yards. And I'm being conservative. 10 yards. There was nobody. Like, how do you do that? Like, were they intentional or did he really think like you, like you can't say four times is miscommunication and the fault is the receiver. That's him. 90% of the time, this is just a made up number. He overthrows the receivers or he, and, and they might jump up to grab it, but he way severely overthrows receivers. Like he throws balls high. Jameis can do that. I mean, but when you look at the overall stat of a 67.4% completion percentage, that's a really good number. Because you have good receivers making like making that. Like if he, if they were if that's, had, that's 
That's sixth that's, in the, the NFL. was not on this team. No, his his, his completion percentage is he th- throws so many three yard passes. It's easy it's, to catch but, those. I mean, well, that's the other his thing. His completion is percentage is sixth in the down. NFL. He's scared sixth. to go deep. He is scared to go deep. And he's even if you, scared. if you if you look at his his pure like rating, he's eleventh in the NFL and overall rating, not QBR, but rating. Uh-huh. Um, so it's. <laughs> What's the real concern? Like, what is the real, like, because again, we're saying we complain, complain, complain. Bottom line, you're the QB coach. What is the concern with Derek Carr? Like, or or what is the real issue that needs to be fixed with Derek Carr? Is it pre-snap reads? Is it physical, like physical accuracy? Is it maybe he needs LASIK? I mean, He's a dick. Or, or personality. Like, I don't think it's personality, though. He can be a dick. There have been the personality doesn't help. Well, like, but, no. but he's well, he, he he crumbles. I mean, but that's I know, not look, the thing. That's not priority he, he crum- one. He, he, he crumbles at the sign one? of pressure. Crumbles yeah. at the sign of pressure. Now, and, granted, and, look, you, you get pressure on a quarterback. Most times, they're going to be inaccurate. But he's especially he he just no. Folds. I disagree because there are times that he crumbled when he had plenty of protection. He definitely just didn't see open. Like he doesn't. Scan he just doesn't the see the field. See I guys. that's that's what I think. I think he he can't see the field. I don't think he's a cerebral quarterback. I don't think he's smart. Like oh, football smart. His his wonder lick was a twenty. It's pretty dumb. Is that a real thing? I don't know. It's out of fifty. Yeah, twenty out of fifty was his wonder lick score. That's well, not even to, half. To be fair, Ryan Fitzpatrick was like the highest one ever, and he is not. Yeah, I don't care. I mean, well, whatever. Just, just be be a thirty-five or a forty. Just don't be twenty. It's pretty bad. <laughs> the quarterback has to be the smartest player on the field. <laughs> And he is probably the dumbest player on the field on offense. Uh, Rashid Shaheed might be kind of dumb. We don't know. I mean, if, unless Rashid Shaheed is running straight down a streak down the field, he doesn't know how to run routes. I don't know. So, uh, that Mike, uh, so, okay. So, if all those are true, legitimate concerns, the other things working against him is he's think about this. He had an OC before John Gruden, he had John Gruden. Then he had your boy uh, Josh McDaniel mm-hmm. and his his regime. Now he's with Pete Carmichael. Even so, let's say the Saints do bring in new coaching staff at a minimum, new OC. That's another one. That's one, two, three, four, at least five different offensive coordinators, which means five different offenses. There are like I, like I said. He deserves all the shit being thrown at him. But at the same time, I do have some sympathy for him because his entire career, he has never had consistency in his career. The problem is he's not smart enough to pick up a new offense quickly either. And yet that's the only thing he's, that's the only consistent thing about his career. Well, that also goes into the evaluation process of bringing this guy in. You have to factor in, hey, what was his wonder like score? 20? Ooh. And so it all circles back to the Saints front office yes. making bad decisions. Yes. So the real problem with this organization is that. Yes. There, there is organizational um, decay, and there, there's a stink in there. That's Charlotte and Drew covered that stink up. Yes, they did. Very well. A little a veritable potpourri. <laughs> <laughs> and it's bad. That's it. I mean, I, and I'm, that's why so I'm then, so then you can bring in new coaches. You can bring in new players. But if you don't make changes at the office level, I mean, none you're going to need a well, look. You would need a, a dynamic coach and an awesome quarterback to overcome that. But again, there are organizational failures that I don't know if they're 
smart enough to self-assess. It's all about the self-assessment. Or Jason, maybe they don't want to bring in a guy like that because if a guy like that does come in, then they're all fucked. Well, remember, they they were so happy that the atmosphere was more relaxed with Dennis Allen. You didn't have Peyton going over everything and, oh, you don't have to walk on eggshells around here. It feels so great. Yeah, how's that working out for us? That just goes to show me that this organization is just not very competent. We were mediocre before Sean and Drew. Les élémentons roulés. That's right. Hey, it's all right. We got we got Mardi Gras and parades and and hand grenades. We're good. The the best thing about Louisiana is also the worst thing about Louisiana. It's that we don't get work. We don't get up for anything. We don't give a fuck. Right. It's great because while everybody else is panicking about everything, we're just like, yeah, it's cool. It'll it'll be all right. It'll be okay. What but else? then there's potholes in the streets, or your your building is burning. Like, That's yeah, all right, but it'll be all right. But you, but you know how good this po' boy tastes, right? <laughs> King cake season's coming up. <laughs> oh, people Crawfish. are so fired up that, that Christmas is over, and right. now maybe, 50 days till Mardi Gras. Maybe the reason this state drinks so much is because of how we're depressed. <laughs> <laughs> That's why Wesley left and moved to Texas, <sighs> and is now a Dallas fan. I'm not a Dallas Mavericks fan. <laughs> Fuck. All right. Um, anything else? Final thoughts? Hope everybody had a good Christmas. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just, I just think if we if we get into also how many yards Derek Carr has play is has uh um, thrown for how many touchdowns he's thrown for all the success that if we're gonna find some of those positive things the success he's had his average career stats while playing one of the easiest schedules in the history of football. Um, so that's, that makes all that less impressive. If you sit there and go like, Oh, and rushing yards per game, we're, you know, mm-hmm. 18th or 19th, whatever. We're somewhere around there. Well, we've also played the worst of the worst. And right. We, so I just he should have had a 5,000 yard season this year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, honestly, so it's, it's just, it's all on a curve. Unfortunately, in this, season it's going the opposite way if it, it should have the stuff should have been better and yeah. regardless of run it back and all that we're going to play a much more difficult schedule next year like not a little bit a much more difficult schedule and I just now think all those things I can sit there and say his, we're losing we're losing ground on defense too that's the worst of it right we're only going to be a year older and the, and i'm sorry i'm starting to feel about marshall Lattimore similar to how i feel about michael thomas He's hurt too much. He's hurt too much. Yeah, he's great. He's the best. He's he's the best at the position. And when he's healthy, you want him on your team. But you start to question, like, he's taken up a roster spot and he's taken up money to play, what, four games a season? Hold on. Well, you're over-exaggerating. Marshawn, he was hurt half of last year. He's hurt half of this year. He had a lacerated kid. Oh, I know, but he's always fucking hurt now. I have my theory is that Marshawn and I'm not trying to be also, yeah I'm not a WWL not, fan is not really interested in being on a, a losing team. He's not he's not rushing to and get that. I think that if if this team was right now had double digit wins, okay, I, I would think that Lattimore would be playing this next week. Okay, I'm glad that I want I want that to be the truth because I just I, and I don't want to sound like a typical WWL type fan, but like and I'm not saying like oh this guy sucks. I'm just saying I'm frustrated by how often he's been injured lately. Sure. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's it's okay. We can get frustrated. And you know I what can... else chaps my ass? <laughs> Jeff, I'm not going to tell you as a fan that you can't be frustrated. Thank you. <laughs> uh, all right. Other final thoughts. Christmas, which I'll get. 
Any Saints good? You got any Saints gear? I didn't get any Saints gear this year. Wow. I got. I got. I also a, didn't buy Renee any Saints gear. This an, year. I got a new pair of Saints shoes with some black, white, and gold uh, Jordans that are nice. Nice. I did get a Saints Is, zip, like half. Uh, what do you call that? A half zip, quarter zip, quarter zip. Yeah. I don't know. Does it go quarter or half? A quarter. <laughs> yeah, that's a half zip. Yeah. <laughs> Leviosa. <laughs> And I got some Saints cups. Yeah. Like so so do you want my final thought or do you want do we are we having a Christmas conversation? I'll do your Christmas conversation and then we'll do final thoughts. A special Christmas episode. No, I just I got a couple things for the Jeep. No, it's like a it's, it's like a metal tailgate thing that co- like you you pull oh, yes. out the the yeah, back gate and you attach there's like a thing that kind of folds down and you can put like your drinks and your dips on there or whatever. Oh, it's a tailgate. Tailgating. Yeah, just, 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 just show a picture of it to the listeners instead of having to describe <laughs> it so much. It, it's so heavy, it's still in the box. It's still in the box. <laughs> oh, I see. All right. Yeah. But Final no thoughts, zero, zero Saints gear, and I didn't give away any. I didn't get any Saints gear. That's well, oh, oh, we did get. Yeah, you guys mentioned on the episode last week. So, yeah, we did go skiing in Minnesota. Minnesota. Mm. Uh, and yes, I can ski. Whoever asked, can Jeff ski? Well, I wouldn't go skiing if I couldn't ski. Jason was right. We did go skiing when we were chilling. Yeah. Was it your knees or your ankles that hurt you the most? My calves. <laughs> so both. My ca- Not so much here. If you look, you see right. <laughs> not so much here, but right here. Right. <laughs> see. All right. Uh. Yeah. Totally. Totally loved skiing. like riding a bike. Yeah. If you haven't done it in five, ten years, it comes right back to you. That's kind of what I figured. Yeah. Pretty fun stuff. All right. Final thoughts now, Wesley. Yeah, I figure that we have there's a lot of a uh, crossover with uh, Louisiana degenerate uh, Saints fans to uh, professional wrestling, um, and the Iron Claw movie is great. Um, even if you're not a professional wrestling fan, or even if you were not alive in the '80s or not familiar with the Von Erichs and all that stuff, it is a very good movie. And beyond, it focuses on some professional wrestling, but it actually really talks about the family dynamic and things they went through. And it it is a um, a biopic it is a emotional movie so like be prepared for that not just going in for you know drinking and steroids and body slams like there's actually a, a movie there but but there are well, well acted well written i believe that they did a lot to try to stay very true to the story and i just i recommend it to anybody um they ever use real footage saw, my no no um my wife went and saw it who um had until two weeks ago had never heard of the von erics so we watched a little hour-long documentary on them that she thought was interesting but she loved the movie too as a real movie she's not a professional wrestling fan in any way whatsoever so um very good movie i recommend it all right uh i am enjoying the new what if series one episode a day so that's good but i'll move on i actually got to do the the bonfires and the river parishes on Normally, it's on Christmas Eve, and that's kind of why I haven't made it, because we always do family stuff on Christmas Eve. But because of the rain that came, they bumped it uh, ahead a day, and I got to go. Renee had never been, so we saw the there's the big uh, garfish that was in Garaville. We saw that one. We didn't get to make say, it bro. to, le- to Lutcher let your grammar see where all the big ones are. We didn't really plan it well. Like We showed up late. <laughs> I should have gone there much earlier. Again, you went spontaneous? Yeah. Well, we knew we were going to do it. But I just didn't think ahead of time. This is what happens when you don't do it for 20 years, even though you kind of grew up doing it. So we didn't do it. But we so we saw 
that one we got out walked and saw it and then we drove back and saw all the ones that were in reserve so speaking at least of we a didn't garfish get to, one time i caught a garfish this big <laughs> wow uh, that is it, huge it, it was very enjoyable to finally get to do it i hope that they that th there's another washout next year and it bumps back again but really like i just want to go like a day or two early and actually just see everything there was like yeah. a john deere tractor there was a mater there was you for know, those of you who don't know the bonfires are a, a tradition in what the river parishes right outside yeah. new orleans or along between i-10 between uh, baton rouge and new orleans where they build huge structures out of wood on the and levee. those structures right like you said like there's would you say were there some of the shapes were this year there was a they had the garfish. We we walked by garfish. S somebody built a, a Dollar General, fake Dollar General store. Oh my god! Th there's there's been like a giant like alligator and LSU and these things helmet, are like twenty feet tall. Yeah, these yeah, are, yeah, these are massive. Yeah, they, so they spend all the whole month of December. Yeah. yeah, they spend the whole month of December building these, and you just you light them up. It's supposed to lead the way for Papa Noel on Christmas Eve. So uh, it's a very cool tradition. If you've never had a chance to go see them, if you are do find yourself. In uh, Louisiana, around Christmas time, before Christmas, make sure you go drive through down River Road. Yes, on the River Parishes. James has been there. How's it? That's a big fire, mate. <laughs> Shit, that's Australian. Never that's mind. <laughs> when the bonfires are going, do you put any shrimp on the Barbie? <laughs> that's classic, James. Classic, James. He's oh, gonna love James. this episode. He's yes, gonna he love it. I can't yes, wait. I can't wait to get his response to it. Can you make a box out of a bonfire? A boxing, boxing day. day. <laughs> yeah, we get it. <laughs> all right, anything else? All right, that's all the show we have for you right now. We're going to thank our loyal listeners for downloading each week and telling all of your friends about the Dome Patrol Podcast. Follow us on socials at Dome Patrol Podcast and on X at Dome Patrol PCAST, technically, and at Dome Patrol UK. Uh, then we have two more weeks of game day chat and Discord, so send us a DM to get an invitation to the Discord server. Don't forget, subscribe on your podcast app. Give each episode a five-star rating comment set up auto downloads so you can listen to the don't patrol podcast anytime anywhere say bye-bye donkeys bye-bye boxing donkeys oh let's go let's go
Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. The Dome Patrol podcast is the official Saints podcast of the Fans First Sports Network.